Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, yes, the show that loves journalistic independence. That is Rabot & Co. here, ESPN 680, 105.7. Hey, I'm Louis Rabot. Welcome back, please. I'm just kidding. Uh, so many kind takes uh, on the text line today, 437-9680. Really appreciate everyone hanging out uh, with the show. Be it so kind to our guys, Zach. See, what I think, Tanner, I had no idea all these things were going on uh, last week. Really tried to just... Uh, disconnect from this place and obviously did a very good job guys you did do a good job helping out in a serious way around here i only had to do uh two hours of work last week as far as uh, on uh, air stuff here's camp I mean, cam newton's a baller dude <laughs> this is at a kids seven know, on seven know, football tournament I know, I know, and he swats these dudes away like they're bugs thank god cam newton's my dude cam newton is six six 250 pounds guys what are you doing? I got nothing. All right, so let's uh, let's get into it. Rick Bozich writes the article over the weekend about the two top 20 recruits who are waiting on Payne's future at Louisville. So a couple of interesting things here. And if you listen to this show, which all of you do, and I appreciate it very much, you know that I've been critical of Rick Bozich throughout the season because of the things that he's written and the way that he's written them and how he's covered this team. And uh, by covered this team, I don't mean that at all. I mean how he's defended uh, the coach, Kenny Payne. Um, he opens the article this way. Kenny Payne has not stacked enough victories to be assured of a third season at the, at the, as the University of Louisville men's basketball coach. And so here's, we immediately start with something that I don't understand. It's because I was watching Rick Bozich a couple of weeks ago and he told me this was year one. Now all of a sudden we're talking about next year being third year of contract, of his time, of his tenure, if you will. That keeps changing. I wish that Rick would just choose one. Just choose. Is this Rick? Is this year two or is it year one? Just tell me. Just, just tell me. I if it's year zero again, just tell me. At least lay out the argument in a way that I can understand. Quote: The hot leak from U of L fans and critics remain fierce, relentless, and understandable. Suffering forty-seven losses in fifty-nine games set off alarms. They got louder when the Cardinals were blitzed by Notre Dame at home on Wednesday night. But that does not mean pain has surrendered. He has not actually, he has taken his recruiting pitch up a notch. Quote, there is a path forward to year three on his six-year contract if the administration stands behind him and Payne makes several changes, including his staff of assistants and support personnel. All right, so when we went to break, I said I was going to defend Rick Bozich. And maybe that was a little disingenuous. Maybe I'm not defending Rick, but... When you have a coach of a team, frankly, the preeminent team in this county, let's call it what it is. It's supposed to be the, the top dog. And that coach doesn't talk to the media unless he is absolutely forced to. Either at a coach's show tonight with Paul, which will be over on 93.9 at 7 o'clock, or after games when he's absolutely contractually obligated to sit down with Bob and with Paul. And then eventually, of course, at the podium, he does not talk. It is very clear he talks to Rick Bosich. It is very clear that these guys are more than just professional acquaintances. Okay? Quote, there is a path to year three on his six-year contract if the administration stands behind him and Payne makes several changes, including his staff of assistants and support personnel. That sounds like a plan. And that sounds like a discussion that's already been had. 
Now, on this show, I'm probably the only person at this station that's still saying that this is not a done deal. That people assuming that year three ain't going to happen are way ahead of themselves. I think they're way ahead of themselves. And I think Bozich has given you exactly what the thought process is inside of Kenny Payne's mind. That has value. His thought process is, I'm going to go get a couple of these recruits. Once Josh says, hey, you're back next year. Clean out the rubble at the end of that bench. It's very clear Nolan Richardson doesn't want to be here. He's interviewing for jobs a year after he took you on a video tour. (laughs) I can't read that text, but it's not for the show and it's very good, but I will. But he took you on a tour of talking about his his, his deceased father and how important it was to be back at Louisville basketball. And then a year later, he's he's interviewing for the Go-Go's job. City, yes, county, baby, coming down on the text line. Thank you. (laughs) I said it's supposed to be. But if that guy doesn't want to be here and we don't know what Josh Jameson does, then it wouldn't be that hard to actually make substantive changes to the the coaching staff. And I know no one listening that cares about wins and losses or about the dignity of UofL basketball wants to hear any of this, but I think people need to be ready for a different thing here. Quote, another motivated group of Louisville fans who support Payne are working to strengthen the program's pitch in NIL, the monetary fuel to modern recruiting. This is, this is the talk of someone who knows they need to save their job and they're not doing it in the public forum. When, you know, when Bob asked Payne about if he, if he feels safe in his job, if he feels good about his job, he doesn't worry about it. In a reminder, last season, after the season, we were all sort of caught off guard, and many of you appalled, including me, by Payne laughing off, why would I make coaching changes? Why would I be worried about my job after 4-28? and 28? If you want to understand what the standard might be for Josh Hurd, it's a coach that laughs off 4-28 and 28 and makes no changes. Because right now, that's, that's Hurd's legacy to me is that press conference. You hire a guy because, look, everyone blames the pressure of hiring. They, they blame the alums. Stop blaming other people. Blame Josh Hurd. That's what this comes down to for me. Quote, Payne has the attention of two top 20 recruits, Carter Knox and Josan Sanan, who are reportedly strongly considering the Cardinals. Now, this is, that's the kind of sentence you have to throw in when you don't want to throw the kids under the bus or give up their recruiting or whatever. Quote, the recruiting grapevine says they are primed to commit if, the, if they and their parents are assured that Payne will be their coach next season. Knox is 19 in the class. And Sanan is uh, out of Virginia. He's the number 12 player in the 2025 class, but looking to reclassify in 2024. So, All of this to say, these articles matter because otherwise we don't hear from Kenny Payne. We don't know what the plan is. For a long time, Zach, we have have pushed around the idea on this stage. We just want to know what the plan is. We just want to know what the scheme's going to be. We just want to know this, this, and this. And I just, if, if the one guy who has Payne's ear in this town is writing this article, it means that these things have already been discussed. And that's all. That's all. There's 10 minutes of your life you can never have back. <laughs> and I know for many of you, you're hoping that it's not another year of your life that you can never have back watching this basketball team this way. Because I'm, I'm with you that way. I don't think he's doing I don't think he's doing a good enough job. I don't. I don't. I've been very clear about that. But this is the clear pitch. Hey, this is why I need year three. And it's, it's a fascinating pitch. That is because it's very different than what I've watched where it felt like some games there was a coach wearing red and black that was trying to get fired. Wednesday felt like that. That game felt like you're trying to get fired. Another game, that's as bad as it gets, man. That's as bad as it gets. I was very disappointed I was able to get that game on vacation. <laughs> but even in year one, you can see it. Micah Shrewsbury's establishing culture at Notre Dame. They stink. 
They stink. But they play as a team. You know what he's trying to do. If you're a Notre Dame fan, you probably don't have aspirations of a national title there. So just seeing good basketball is probably the hope. They're getting that. That guy can be there as long as he wants if he keeps that culture up. I've been to South Bend, not for me, but that's okay. <laughs> but there you go. I just I, That's where Bozich has value because now I know what Kenny Pan, Payne's pitch is going to be to keep the job. I've got these kids coming, which, by the way, when he was hired, everyone told me that's what was going to happen anyway. The guys like Carter Knox were just going to be falling into red and black. They were just going to be at the Yum Center. There's going to be five of them all the time. And I just need year three people. That's what I need. I need the NIL people. That's what I need. He's not different than Mark Stoops this way. I'm going to get players. Pony up. He's not different that way. So I'll be interested watching this going forward because this is, again, Zach, and, and I know you shook, what do you think, 15 times you shook your head during that 10 minutes? Does that sound about right? Somewhere around okay. there. Because I don't know that you and I disagree on at all on whether he should be the coach next year. Or not. I don't think anybody disagrees. The game on Wednesday not was anybody. the unifier. It was, it was a big unifier. I'm with you. But if you're going to make the case for year three, this is how you do it. I don't think it's a strong enough case, personally. Be very clear. Well, I can make a pitch to go out with El McPherson, too. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> How old is El McPherson? <laughs> was that your first love? Or is that what up we're doing there. right now? We're yeah, up there? Uh, that's, that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> Kathy Ireland Back when, one of those that, that's one of the great tragedies of Sports Illustrated no longer being a thing. Yeah. No more swimsuit editions. No, that's right. No, that's right. Uh, um, no, McPherson's 59. Uh, Taxter, believe it or not, and you don't have to believe me, he says, I will check out if KP is retained, and I've been to games this year. Um, it, look, I, I think it's the difficult balance job that Hurd is facing, which is what I'm talking about is real. The herd hire, excuse me, the pain hire is on herd. So their record is on his resume forever. To give up on that two years in is an admission of failure. There's just so much more to this than just wins and losses in attendance at the Yum Center. Now, in my mind, there shouldn't be. (laughs) That's a very simple thing. Those two things should push. Uh, toward a change in something different. Texter, this program's done forever if KP comes back. For me, it's 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 what Crawford talked about as far as what the actual standard of the program is. Is it giving former players a chance or is it winning basketball games? Because right now you're choosing giving someone a chance over winning basketball games. And whether he deserves that next season is the question. And to me, he doesn't. Texter Junior Bridgman has already offered to agree uh, to pay KP's buyout. Just have to wait till the end of the season. You would hope that that's the case if you're a U of L fan because it's a lot of money, six million dollars. I look. I know we think of, you know, gosh, was A and M's budget now 150 million a year or something, Zach, for their athletics? You know, over 100 million at like five places in the Big Ten, whatever. Six million bucks, still six million dollars, people. It's still a lot of money, and so it's you know, if you have one guy that could pay that, and is willing, was a teammate, then yeah. Uh, Texter, uh, Nola doesn't want to be here because he knows it's a bleep show. Well, I, I, I think the giveaway was in the summer when your five-star point guard, Trent Flowers, decided to not come here after going to U, U, USA basketball camp. Um, Texter, Sedan, and uh, Knox will bolt for Australia one week at KP's practices. There you go. Texter, KP next year, uh, insurrection's on the way. <laughs> Zach, will you be at the uh, Louisville basketball insurrection? Only if I have the courage. <laughs> I wouldn't have insurrected. Um, text her now do seal Brown's article today. I haven't even seen it. Good God. When did that drop? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, 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 I'll see Brown. We'll do CL tomorrow. <laughs> it's more of a Tuesday thing. Uh, by the way, Edison tomorrow at 10. I'm sure he'll respond to all of this. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know what Kenny Payne thinks unless I read Rick Bozich. Like, I, I hate to say that, but they're not. They're not separate minds anymore. Bozich is no longer an observer. He's just telling you what he hears from someone. And that's a different, that's a different way of doing the job. Zach, your response to everything that I just said. I mean, <laughs> I'll have plenty of reaction later. Okay. All right. Okay. 
You, look at you just teasing away from this show. Yeah. By the way, you have to do this show for a long time, not the next one. That's right. Okay, so just do the show now. <laughs> I mean, what's there to say? Like, okay. I, I don't want to just destroy the guy, which I could, but I'm not going to. But look, if your whole pitch is based on future, based on recruiting classes, there's never a reason to keep a coach because of a recruiting class. I agree. And it's not like these guys, if you're, if you're going to do that, then they better be top five recruits, not top 20 recruits. They better, you better have prime Michael Jordan or Anthony Davis or somebody I'll, like that. I'll take it a step further. We have a local example. So Kentucky's got like seven, eight guys that are going to get drafted in the NBA on their team right now. Yeah. If, if Payne had that team, would you trust him to have him them playing like Cal does? No. I would not. See, that's the point. The, that's the point, by the yeah. way. That's it. And it's, it's like, you know, last year, if you want to say last year wasn't great and you say you don't have the ingredients, fine. Well, you went shopping this offseason. You got some ingredients. Maybe it's just you can't cook. If you've got world-class ingredients and you're still not making a good meal, that means you just can't cook. Uh, texter, if they keep KP another year, they'll lose out on better candidates that are out there that are seemingly available in this season's uh, coaching carousel between Beard, Oates, etc. Uh there are lots of factors here. It's really an interesting thing. Texter, by the way, pointing out something that I think as well. I can't believe KP's contract put a horrible job. Josh Hurd did. It is worth reminding people. Kenny Payne negotiated a $6 million buyout for the end of this season with no agent. <laughs> they have to pay him $6 bucks, and he had no agent. I mean, it, the criticism should be there. That's a terrible job. His buyout should be a million bucks this year. It should be a million dollars this year. It should be almost nothing. That's what that's what Cal has, by the way. It's not about the quality of the coach. It's about it's about protecting yourself. Louisville simply didn't protect themselves. But again, for the same reasons that I think there's a chance at a KP third year, which is that Hurd is a, a Jurch disciple, that bad contract looks a lot like a Jurch buyout. It just does. Do you, we just got a great quote from Jay Billis about court storming? <sighs> Do you want to hear it? Let me guess. Hang on. I'm a lawyer. Everyone else sucks. Why are these refs terrible? Duke is amazing. Did I nail it? Partly. (laughs) He said, if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. You don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is, once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just say, you're all detained. Give them citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court storming will stop the next day. So we're going to arrest college students for running onto the floor, having fun, celebrating a big win. Has there ever been a more old man comment in the history of sports television? Well, Kim Jong Billis. Kim Jong Billis. <laughs> you, you say Tony Romo's falling off. Jay Billis has fallen off big time. They both suck. Arresting. Pl- what? That's what? terrible. That's a bad take. That's a bad take. That's can we, can we call Dan up and give Jay Billis <laughs> the Monday morning moron? Can we just go from Bozich? Can we give it to Billis now? <sighs> Bozich do God's work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe he said that. I can't get over that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break here. Uh, reminder, uh, just look, people, if you're driving around at all after the local shows are done, we're going to have college basketball on for you. Tons of Bellarmine, tons of Louisville, Illinois, Wisconsin on Saturday. Uh, we've got Louisville baseball. Uh, they're playing Austin P and Youngstown State this coming weekend. We'll have all of that. Who they had a tough weekend. Tough start to the season for Louisville baseball. Looks like they... Uh, St. Bonaventure helped them get uh, get right there, but hopefully uh, they will keep things going. It's nice to have at least some good teams in this town. So. <laughs> Louisville, just, can you imagine, man? I mean, poor Walls losing all these games. 13-13, and 13, Virginia comes in and just handles them. And then, <laughs> by the way, by the way, him dragging the girls out to midcourt. You're the team who lost two games at home in a row. He's doing the Patino thing. That's coaching. And brother. look what happened That's to St. John's after Patino said that, what co- he said. It's coaching, buddy. That's by the way, if I'm one of those girls' parents, I'm freaking happy you did it. A hundred percent. So, there you go. All right. Uh, but they are already talking playoff expansion. Russell Wilson doesn't care where he wins a second title. The Eric Bieniemy story. We are the story. We are the we are the show that talks Eric Bieniemy more than any other. And of course, I gotta talk Derby headlines. We do it all next year. ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. We're in this together. 
With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Pain without love, pain. I can't get enough pain. I like it rough, because I'd rather feel pain than nothing at all. Listening to Rabot and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah yes, I'd rather feel pain than nothing at all. Louisville basketball 23-24. Louis Rabot hanging out with you till noon, Bobby V. After us. And of course, round table three o'clock. Nick Valvano in Dizzy this week. How about that? I don't I don't quite know what to do with that, except that seems like a place that's a little too mature uh, for a Nick Valvano. So there you go. I made an immaturity joke on a ton of Tuesday. Uh, texture. Uh, Billis has a bad take. Uh, Louis, yours is just as bad. College kids, uh, or maybe Zach's. Um, college kids just wanting to have fun, so take no responsibility as adults when they choose to rush the floor. Uh, the same kids are not capable of understanding actions and consequences. Kick, quit acting as if these kids uh, are 10 years old. Fair enough. Uh, texture, the enemy is one of the rare NFL coaches that doesn't fall up. <laughs> It's so true, man. I don't, I don't know what to make of his case, but we will get there for sure. Someone hoping I won't go uh, to other. Uh, texture pointing out U of L softball is twelve and two. Is that is that Suzanne Bush? Is that is that Suzanne Bush? Man, oh man, I don't know. I don't know if they're good, but I drive past that softball stadium every day when I do this show. And it's awesome. <laughs> so I hope they're I hope they're as good as their facility. Uh, someone asking me to weigh in on the DQ last Monday at Parks. Yeah, no, it's not good. <clears throat> parks the pennsylvania i i love jesse she uh jessica packhead calls the races there she's actually awesome and uh and i think the early criticism of her calls were over the top but she um she's she's just awesome she's uh been our essentially our concierge at breeders cup a couple times uh, for radio row and uh she is awesome but the pennsylvania stewards I see people complaining about officiating on Twitter, but there's nothing like that. There's <laughs> nothing like that man, at all. And it's it's tough because it's race to race. It, it affects your bets that quickly, and it affects you if you play to pick three, pick five, whatever as well. So, um, man, oh, man. Oh, the court storming. I can't even do this, Zach. I got to turn the TV off. Hang on. You talk for two minutes. I got to turn the TV off. I was going to say, I, I was going to pull up the Billis sound just so everybody realized how ridiculous this is. I, I can't. I'm going to I'm gonna play it later on. Do, do it at this noon. I just the. The, like the North Korea version of, of corralling it by arresting a bunch of 19-year-olds for standing on a piece of wood is ridiculous. <laughs> Save that for the mix. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, that's... Just. Arrest it? Like, can we, if you want to not have it and you want to have a decent conversation about why you shouldn't have it, fine. But when you start talking about arresting people, like they're underage drinking at a college party or something, come on. And my suggestion, by the way, was your team just won the conference championship. You wait for the handshake line and then you go... Yeah, you, you go da- said, dance together, man. Like it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't do the voice. Not that one. Don't do it. Just but hang on. I encourage people to to text this show, even if they don't agree with us, because I I, I believe in the co part of this show. I really do. And so don't don't do the voice thing with people reading. This is not the t- this is not roundtable. We're not going to do the voice thing. This isn't Bob yelling at textures about COVID. This is this is Rabo and Co. It's not necessarily positive radio. I just did a Bozich positivity. We're thing. doing positive radio. Yeah, it was pretty positive. Um, Texture apparently a bad DQ at Santa Anita. Oh, every that's once a day. I mean, <laughs> California. Uh, yeah, it's not good. I don't know how they do it out there, by the way. They, it's a, that's a busy place for horse racing. Can we bring back football season so we don't have to have the court storming conversation? I miss football. <laughs> we know you do. <laughs> I've got uh, one, I two, did get two three, books, four, five. I've got five football things on the show sheet. There you go. You watch your mouth. I know, I know who, who I work with. I, do have, I did get two books about the uh, Kentucky Derby, so how about that? Actually, now you understand why Trump was mad about January 6th. It was just a court storming. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. That's a good. That's line. great. I wouldn't have stormed the court. That's the greatest court storming ever. <laughs> Texter, how does this court storming affect the Cowboys? It's a good question. <laughs> it's a 
good question. What are we going to do about that? It's a good question. All right, uh, real quick, uh, horse racing. Uh, Timberlake comes back in, wins the Rebel, so he's in the, in the starting gate for the Kentucky Derby. Dan mentioned him during his time here. By the way, if you missed Dan, he'll join us 10-20 to talk uh, UK basketball, a little bit of horse racing. Uh, go back to the podcast center, ESPNLouisville.com. You can get all of our episodes there. They're also on the app on your phone as well. And that's a horse who hadn't run in a long time, off the layoff, and because of who he's trained by and who he's conditioned by, we expect him to get better, and that's Timberlake. Now, here's the real issue we have, Zach. I don't really want to do a horse racing segment. I want to do a pop culture segment. Now, when it is April 30th, what is the meme that pops up on social media? It's going to be May. It's going to be May. We now have a horse named Timberlake who's going to run on the first Saturday in May. Does this show try to become the Justin Timberlake show and get him on the show? Obviously. Okay. All right. Just checking. Okay. Are you Justin Timberlake guy? Uh, I wouldn't say like musically. Like he, he's had some good songs. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan. I do okay. like his acting. When he goes on Saturday Night Live, it's usually hilarious. And he was, yeah, yeah. The the box is very yes. Yes, of yes, course. It's it's, one, for, it's his it's, greatest it's, music. It's, dude, it's it's, the it's best song he's ever done. It's been a minute as far as SNL skits that just stuck with me. But that one's very funny. I play that every Christmas. <laughs> Uh, Texter, I, I mean, no one is actually shocked that this discussion has been blown up because it was a Duke player getting hurt. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Texter, I had the exacted trifecta for the Rebel this weekend. Nice job. That's awesome. Good. I'm glad. You missed out on uh, some of that uh, being in a place where I couldn't really wager, except that I had my laptop with me, so I was able to wager. Uh, Texter hit the late pick four at Santa Anita for three forty seven because of that DQ. <laughs> I was gonna say once in a while, bad calls go your way. That's right, man. Uh, but no, I just uh, I, I think. The podcast is going to try to be the the landing spot for one Justin Timberlake, but if that doesn't work out, obviously we will take him on a Rebel and Co. as well. But um. great comment! Somebody said uh, <laughs> you're all detained is giving me I declare bankruptcy vibes. <laughs> and then of course uh, Dan said he actually thought the uh, the Rebel this past weekend was a better prep. Uh, than the the Risen Star. I think the quality of the Risen Star was better. I think what Dan was getting at is that the, the running style for Sierra Leone. By the way, one of my neighbors has a piece of that horse. How about that? There you go. Um, is is such that he would have to have a a rich strike type of run. Not that he's on the level of a rich strike. Let's settle down. But rather just his running style, where he's going to have to duck a couple of horses to get up to the front, is its own is its own thing as far as its style. But I thought his his win was off the layoff, especially was super impressive. When that Remsen happened between him and Doorknock, I went on the air and said, the horse that I'm excited about the next couple of months with Sierra Leone, and he was better than I even I thought he was going to be. So we'll have four preps this Saturday. We'll do a bunch of it on Friday, get you ready for all of that. Of course, we'll start some pretty serious looks at March, man. We are right there for uh, the NCAA tournament. Four games left in the UK season, for example. UofL winding down the season as well, so we'll make sure uh, we keep you abreast of all those things. Texter, JT was good in Alpha Dog, too. He was awesome in... Um, that a uh, uh, social network, right? Uh, yeah, he was great in that movie. That, that that scene where where he's he's hooked up with the girl from Stanford is just an all time great. He's so good in that scene. It's it's just an all time great scene. That girl's sneaky, really hot too. Justin Timberlake's best acting role is as Robin Gibb in the Barry Gibb talk show. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That one stuck with me. They just did that recently too. Texture wants to know our take on Shane Gillis on SNL this weekend. Uh, people have figured out you and I are, are, are Gillis fans. I think That's he right. put too much pressure on himself by bringing his parents. I agree with that. I thought he was good. I understand why you do that. Yeah, and and all those things. And I, if you hosted SNL, who comes Zach? Who's there? Who? Do you invite your parents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to. All right. Uh, I'd prob- I would definitely bring my friends. Okay. Because they get the, have, would have the same sense of humor that I do. Yeah, right, right. They'd l- actually laugh at your stuff. Oh, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, well, you'd have all the inside jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a very long list of people. Um, I, I hope that I was hoping that he was going to do like just go scorched earth on them like Norton McDonald after he got fired. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. Which was the greatest opening monologue right. in the history of SNL. Gillis is still in his 30s, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So I he's, so. he's got a, he's not at Norm McDonald level. No, to be fair, and it, so he's he's got to still watch that stuff a little bit. But uh, no, he's he's a legitimately funny guy, and the reason he resonates with so many people is because usually your comedians are are guys from backgrounds that you don't get, and that can be funny for sure. Like, oh, what's a great Eddie Murphy? He and I could not be more different dudes, but his stand up is 
is near perfect. It's amazing. Okay. But Gillis, you could relate to. He's just a red state, you know, native with, you know, Pennsylvania, middle Pennsylvania, Fox News dad. Like a lot of us can relate to that stuff. Right. And it's, it's funny because it's relatable. He also talks about things that we know are okay, but it, there's some reason there's a taboo. He talks about Down syndrome, for example, in a very funny way. But if you've been around Down syndrome, everything he says is true, right? Um, oh, Texter, the Liberty Mutual commercial was elite. Yes, that was that was the thing. That, that was the best yeah. skit by far. Yeah, um, the gambling one was pretty good too. I like that's that Dakota Johnson in in the. Uh, is that her? The girl from Fifty Shades of Grey is uh, is the girl in the uh, in the Social Network? I believe so. Is that right? Oh well, then yeah, she's obviously hot. Yeah, what are we doing? Um, texture about UCLA. Texture. If it wasn't Duke, would we even be talking about storming the court? How many times have the Dukies, rich kids from New Jersey, stormed Cameron? A lot. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, the, the double standards are very obvious. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Zach and I. Are yeah, really it was Dakota Johnson. Show. How about that? How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, um, do I need to talk about my vacation at all? Do people care to actually know the details or are we good? I don't know. Is this like your fantasy football team where no one cares? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, Dieter bets, you know, makes bets and then he talks about the bets on air and people seem to, you know, to be okay with that. <laughs> that's his vacation. Hey, we like gambling. Yeah, we we're like we're pro gambling. Yeah. Uh, Texter Bill Burr and uh, Gillis comedy is what uh, sounded like when the boys were just chilling at the house. I think that's also part that's of it. exactly it. I think that's part of it too is just they make the jokes that you make when you're with your buddies. Yes. Yeah. That's why we the all like Shane Gillis. And Bill Burr. Yeah. Oh, right. my, one of my friends like is the biggest Bill Burr fan on the planet. Yeah. Bill Burr's hilarious because, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. You're just sitting around having yep. conversations, yep. saying dumb... Well, Chappelle's like that. Chappelle's I mean, like yeah. that. It's the people that you can relate to. Yep. But that's part of the reason why SNL's tanked no, over the right. last few years. You can't relate to any of them. Yeah, that's not not a relatable thing. But yeah, I'm with you. Um, what else we got here? <sighs> yeah, no, I, we had a great vacation. Uh, I, I swam with, uh, with stingrays and turtles, Zach. Do you have a response to that? Is that something? Do you have something like that that you'd like to try? I would. Do, I would do that. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. No, it was great. So we we, we went to uh, the the Yucatan Peninsula. We went to Cancun in Mexico, and uh, with with the size of our family, we can't really stay at hotels. So we rent apartments and you know condos and this kind of stuff. And this great place. Really lucky um, that we found this spot. And um, I've become a bit of a gambler on vacation, Zach. Where just on vacation. <laughs> Well, you got to remember, when I gamble, usually it's just me that it affects. True. When I gamble on a vacation, it affects five other people, and including the woman that can really ruin my life if she wants to. Yes, right. There we go. And, <laughs> and so I wait till very late to actually book where we're staying because the prices go down 30, 40 percent when, when places just want to rent spots. Okay. So we got this beautiful top floor apartment with a rooftop one side looked at the the gulf of mexico and one side looked at the lagoon in cancun so i've got pictures 30 seconds apart of the moon over the ocean and the sunset over the lagoon oh from the same roof yeah awesome okay number one number two very fortunate we we were able to hire because the where you stay at cancun is very safe and they do an incredible job Louis, have you ever heard of Steve Irwin? It wasn't like that. <laughs> that guy was like, he was, I, I guarantee it, now that I've been there and done it, that guy was like hugging stingrays, like wrestling them. Yeah. For them to react to you at all, you have to really bother them. Like that guy. Well, he was around them all the time, but yeah. all, you, all it takes it is It takes once. one, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but it, it was really, really great. We got to go down to Tulum. That's where we did uh, the, the, the swimming. Well, I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> Because we were just going to go, essentially, pyramid hiking. I just wanted to see. I'm fascinated. I, I have this in common with Strebel and very little else. <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by old construction and how they did it. Right? So I've been to Machu Picchu in Peru. Now I've gotten to go to Tulum. I love that stuff. I think it's fascinating. You know, the pyramids in Egypt, etc. Is Zach, is Zach C fascinated by that stuff or is it just kind of 
It's there and interesting. It's and, there. Okay. I mean, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. It it depends on what the monument is. Yeah, fair enough. How okay. historical yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, but something like the Machu Picchu, yeah, I'd be fascinated by that. Absolutely. And it's beautiful. It's it's one of those things, too. You go and people tell you how beautiful it is, and then you get there and you go, this is better than I thought it was going to be even. And, uh, and so we got to do that, but I didn't know about it. So we ha- I had to barter on the on the roadside with someone to buy swimsuits for my family. And you find out very quickly how good your Spanish is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you need to barter for a swimsuit for a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, eleven-year-old, a fourteen-year-old, and your wife. <laughs> By the way, not bad. That's what we learned. Not bad. They're still doing the court serving segment. They're talking about it more on first take. Hey, buddy, it's it's this and Cowboys for the next six months. I know. Just nothing going on. They don't even care this much about the NCAA tournament. They won't talk about the tournament on first day. Text her swimming with stingrays is like pregnancy. It only takes one. <laughs> Too much? No, it's good. Uh, Tuluma's where a bunch of celebrities have houses. Yeah, it's where the PGA has their uh, their uh, golf course, too. But, man, I'll tell you what. They have, Zach, they have figured out that area. It is, I mean, the roads are nicer than Louisville. <laughs> the area is beautiful. They have police checkpoints all over the place. If your windows are even slightly tinted the wrong way, they they take you out. Yeah, and there's no messing around, and it is very nice. We had a great time, um, the whole thing. So no, it was it was lovely, and and the ability to uh, to take our whole family and do it was was really really great. But um, yeah, there you go. I never thought I'd snorkel with a turtle, but there we are. Little little, tur- little turtle snorkel. That <laughs> was great. So there you go, man. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, I had a big trip coming up this summer, Zach. You're going to get another week of radio. Okay. How about that? A little Cantrell and Co. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eric B. Enemy Talk. We do it next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Ah, yes, a tradition unlike any other. The Lincoln Park lead into the final segment here on Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Bobby V after us. Roundtable 3 o'clock. Got you local uh, till 6 o'clock. Reminder, some programming around here. Kenny Payne, 7 o'clock tonight on 93.9. Uh, North Carolina, Miami. Uh, it's a 7 o'clock tip here on 680-1057. Uh, we are your flagship across the hall at 93.9 uh, for the Louisville Cardinals. And, of course, they take on Duke at Cameron. 5.30 pregame. That's the Alex White Network coverage. And, of course, first tip at 7. Taylor Lynch got you on that Coors Light postgame show. 9.15, 9.30, 9.45, whenever he gets on after uh, the official stuff. My favorite thing is when Taylor has to read the out-of-town scoreboard. I don't know why that tickles me, but he turns into such a pro for no reason. It's great. I love it. So there you go. Uh, Taylor, if you're listening, I'm a fan. There you go. A uh, reminder, too, during this uh, time slot on Sunday, Sunday morning hangover, I got all those guys between Curran, uh, Baker, and Cantrell. Took a week off last week. Did they ever? Did they tell you how long it's been since they took a Sunday off? No. I, it's got to been a minute. Oh, I mean, it's not since I've been here. Those it's guys. longer than that. It's they are stunningly consistent on that show. That's why it's popular because yeah. people know it's going to be there for sure. So I'm, I'm sure. used to yeah, I'm used to getting up at eight thirty nine a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday now, it, it was nice to actually you know sleep until ten thirty eleven. What o'clock. time did you go to bed on Saturday? Uh, <laughs> three thirty. Okay, that was close. That's when we got home because of flight Sheesh. delays. Yeah, it's bad. And then we got to the airport and there was no one to get the bags off the plane. So we sat there for an hour and fifteen minutes, starting at one o'clock. Oh, that sounds like that's a blast. delightful with of a seven year old. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, well, there you go. There's uh, your vacation story about that. 
Uh, thank God the rest of it uh, overcame that for sure. Uh, some quick ones. Uh, I warned you before I went on vacation, and I was totally right. The CFP is already discussing expansion to 14 teams. Oh, we talked about uh, that at length. I'm sure. Uh, Sarkeesian is making $10 million a year. That's just funny. Of course. But also, um, I think it's awesome. Because I, I think for many of us, there was concern about his health and about his personal habits to the point that he wasn't going to get back to a job like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. And I've watched a lot of people's lives fall off a cliff from that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And to watch Sarkeesian, by the way, not just turn it around, but be CFP good turned around at a, at a boiling point. Kind of just an absolute scalding job like Texas football to be a coordinator at Alabama too. Before that is wildly impressive. Yeah, to turn your life in that way is very impressive. And so I look, it you can be him uh, and Lane Kiffin both flamed out spectacularly correct? at USC, and they both have turned it around. No and question, become much better and, people, coaches, everything, and great different stories. Yes, and different paths to get to where they are for sure. You know, for a while Kiffin felt like he was falling up. It's very clear now at Ole Miss that he's a good football coach, right? He knows what he's doing. He's getting guys in there. There's a clear scheme, Absolutely. all those things. Yeah. But before that, I, when he was at Tennessee, I didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> Nobody knew what they were doing. So he, uh, he at least has done that as well. Yeah. Um, the NCAA lost in court, of course, um, after a judge grant, grants an injunction. Did you talk much about the NIL Tennessee ruling at all last no, week? No, that, okay. that didn't break until... What, Friday? Yeah, okay. Friday, Saturday. We didn't really yeah. get a chance to get it. Oh, into. Friday afternoon, excuse me. Yes, yeah. right. So yeah. They, yeah, the NCAA is cooked. It's over. That's my question for you is do you feel like this is – is this one of the – because they're, they're – uh, excuse me, they're um, – wow. I apologize. This is a Monday after a vacation. Is it, their appeal goes to the Supreme Court, right, from yeah. here? Yes. But they're done. The Supreme Court's going to laugh at them. No. It's supposed to, literally going to laugh at them. They shot them down multiple times already. I mean, would you – were those they were either eight to one or nine nothing decisions? I can't remember now on the NCAA stuff. And it was like when you have when you have like Kagan and Gorsuch on the same opinion, yeah. you know you're just getting your ass kicked in court, right? And I just with this stuff, I'm I'm fascinated about the ruling because how many times have we said this is the end of the NCAA? A lot. But this actually is. Why is it different to you, do you think? Because when you start losing in court, you're done. It's over. The NCAA's entire brand is about athletes not making money. Well, they, that's been shot down by multiple states now. The NIL is completely passed through. The NCAA has no jurisdiction about anything anymore. Yeah, they don't just, even run the college football playoff. The right. only thing they run is the NCAA tournament. Right. Outside of that, the And NCAA, then like the track and field titles and yes. field hockey and soccer and that kind of college stuff. College athletics are becoming increasingly independent from the NCAA to the point it will not exist in 10 years. Now, maybe not even in five. You want a hot take? I think all sports should pick one spot where they have their national title game. In college. In college. So like Indy gets the, the national title game in basketball every year. Because they do the best job. And then CFP plays in, I don't know, pick a spot. Arizona. Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl, whatever, every year. Um, like, they should just do so that. do the baseball route. Because, like, yes. Because baseball goes to Omaha, and it is a – it they, that town shuts down for a month. And that's awesome, right? We have the Derby here. Town goes nuts for a month, right? Uh, Daytona 500. That town goes nuts for a month, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Create that for – Field hockey for baseball, for softball, for soccer, etc. I think soccer actually plays in Cary every year, if I'm remembering correctly, in North Carolina. Um, do you think the Super Bowl should do the same? Or are no. you good with what they're doing? Professionals, different story. I'm okay with what the Super Bowl does. I, I am not okay with them moving the draft. I think they should go back to being in New York for the draft. Mm. I like the idea of them moving the draft to multiple cities. Yeah. Okay. I think. Do you like the huge outdoor crowds and all that stuff yes. too? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it. I, 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 think I got it's great. nothing against it, but I. It, maybe this is pure nostalgia and me just wanting whoever the commissioner is to just get booed like yeah. you know the boot, Jets fans booing their own team and that kind of stuff. So. Oh, they can do that everywhere. Uh, Texter, we just talked about the NCAA football game all week while you were gone. Yes, we did. <laughs> Good. Yes, we Good. did. Good. Positive radio. It was the best, best positive radio we had all week. We got so many texts from just the video game. And we, we said Lamar Jackson playing as Lamar Jackson oh. would have been Michael Vick 2004, Matt oh, 04, yeah, where he was just better. the greatest player of all time. By the way, we got several texts like this. Texter, as a former alcoholic, I'm rooting for Sarkeesian. Texter, as a um, 
as a recovering addict, what Sark has done is impressive and a shout out uh, to Saban for helping him out. No, that's the thing too, man, is is all of us have something we need to kick. Zach's, Zach's eventually going to have to kick sugar. That's your thing, believe it or not. You don't know it yet because you're 30 and you can just power through, but you're going to have to quit sugar at some point. You're going to go to a doctor's appointment at 37 and they're going to say, man, your blood sugar is really high. Do you know that? And you're going to be like, nah. And they're going to be like, how many, how many Mountain Dews do you put away a day? And you're like, which day? I only do one a day. Okay. Not every day. <laughs> really? Well, not even every day. Oh, okay. Because I always no, I see only... you crush a 20-ounce while you do this show. Well, that's just so I can wake up. Got it. Okay. You're just not a coffee guy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Texture Daytona's actually year nuts. Nuts all year round. Most of the as is most of Florida. You, I, I think the Texture still understands my point, but I, I do think it'd be fun to get those things in there. But no, the, the Sark story stands out to me, man, because just think about Zach. And even if you know if the if the sugar example is a bad one, whatever. But just no, I get when it. when adults change a habit about themselves, it stands out as an exception because usually people don't change the bad habits about themselves, right? So yeah. if someone loses a lot of weight or, you know, cuts something out of their diet or quits smoking or whatever it is, right? right. Yeah. When they actually quit it, you're like, holy crap. I remember when my dad quit smoking, I was like three and it was not a pleasant house. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. I was three, I remember it. Uh, so, no, I, what Sarkeesian's doing is, is really impressive. Thank you for texting those in, by the way. 4379680. Uh, UPS Jobs text line could not agree more. I can't believe you have no thoughts on the video game. What do you mean? We talked about it last week. I did. You did. Two weeks. Oh, Why, yeah. What do you mean I don't have thoughts? What is that? <laughs> I thought How dare have... you? What are you doing right now <laughs> inside my head? What are you doing? <laughs> what, what do you mean? What, what thoughts am I supposed to have? Well, do, when you played the game back in the day, we talked about it. Yeah. I used to, I used to take like Akron or Kent State, right. move them to Detroit, make them Detroit Mercy, and then, when and then, you, did you see they're putting NIL in the game? So now <laughs> the problem is now you're going to take over Detroit Mercy, you're going to win a national title, and then Alabama's going to pay ten million dollars and steal your quarterback. It happens. As as the Detroit Titans head coach, I'm very prepared for that. Uh, Texture, if you work a program of recovery, you become a better person than you were before. Uh, consider me Team Sark. I have I have read a lot about those things, especially if people don't know. Um, I gave up. I put the bottle down in in May last year. Uh, I have not done the math in a while. Oh, I'll be nine months at the end of this week. How about that? There you go. Um, and and I feel a lot better. Like it's been really a, a game changer for me as far as my anxiety and and you know sleep and everything else. And so it's been fantastic uh, that way for me. And so I I absolutely have um, those those sorts of feelings as well. But it just. You know, the, the program of recovery makes you a better person. I think that's totally correct. Texter, uh, I was healthy until the day I turned 33 and all my lab work went south. There is something about 33, 34, and that absolutely happens to most of us. Texture, I could eat endless amounts of sugar and dairy that I turned 40 and almost killed me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right, man. Uh, Texter, please add my congratulations and best wishes to Stark. No, uh, yeah, I, it's funny how we, you know, Zach, having a week off gave me a lot of time to just sort of do the philosophical sports thing rather than the X's and O's sports thing. And you do think about this kind of stuff. The the idea of Russell Wilson, for example, doing this kind of interview for an hour and a half. And he says, I don't care if I win a title here in in Denver where he just bought a $25 million house yeah, <laughs> or somewhere else is pretty unbelievable. You know how many bathrooms his house has? I'm going to go 11. 12. <laughs> He added in an extra one. Oh, that's great. If you had a 12, 12 bathrooms in your house, would you just use all 12 in a given day, or would you pick your favorite and go there? I'm just going to read this one. Text <laughs> Apparently, my wife gave up sexy time, and I'm not a fan. Normally, I would support people giving up habits. <laughs> it's not a good one to give up. It's all right. Ho- hopefully, that's just for Lent and not <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Uh, let's close with Eric B. Enemy because we are the Eric B. Enemy show. Yeah, this do. is now uh, four shows in the last seven that we've mentioned Eric B. Enemy together. UCLA's offensive coordinator. Yeah. This guy was supposed to be the next big coach in the NFL. What happened, Zach? I mean, he went to Washington last year and their offense was putrid. So that he needed to leave Andy Reid's guidance and leadership because Andy Reid is known as the play caller in Kansas City, even though B. Enemy was the offensive coordinator in name. So he needed to go to Washington and prove his 
worth outside of there. I'm still a little surprised he didn't get a head coaching job before that because we've seen people I, I agree. that were not offensive coordinators, that were receivers coaches or special teams coaches get head coaching jobs. And three years ago, the opinion of Eric Bieniemy was super high. In the sure, sure. I mean, super high. Yes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes would have made me look like a good offensive yes. coordinator no, that's right. too. But he goes to Washington and it just it didn't work out. And now they've got uh, Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. Was it? I think it, that's where Kingsbury ended up. If I remember correctly, yeah. that's why the enemy's now at UCLA. But yeah, I, I cannot remember a guy's stock falling farther than Eric Bieniemy because coaches usually, as you said, fall up. We got like seven texts with the little Wayne ten bathrooms line, and I appreciate all of course. those people. Yeah, I appreciate that's the people that need to be listening. <laughs> I people. love those people. That's the code Rabo code. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Deshaun Foster obviously took the UCLA job, and so this is Bieniemy. That's still um, wild. That Deshaun Foster grew up and was a Bruins assistant in 2003 to 2005, Southern California. I attended high school there. I started my career in the league there with the Chargers. It's obviously great to be back with the Bruins, where I was previously employed. <laughs> employed. Oh, that's a man getting a check, folks. Is He's that, getting a big check, check, so he'll get a million and a half bucks. I mean, it is what it is. If you ever want to do a top five list, do a top five, like, best Chris Bourbon nicknames. Is Eric mm. sleeping with the enemy? Yeah, is that a top five? Man, we're out of time for this, but people, I guess people could continue into the V show with you. But uh, Burt, be home by 11. <laughs> oh, you don't think I'm going to talk about this? You got nothing coming. The, what's your favorite thing on SportsCenter? Now? No, who like all time whose call was your favorite? Cool's the other side of the pillow. Oh, Stuart or Scott. Yeah. Stuart Scott up there. Yeah. Cool's I, the other side of the pillow. I know I've done it on this show. My favorite is John Anderson still looking up people's middle names when they grounded into double plays. Yeah. I, that's that to me it's still that's call, call that's him butter cuz he's on a roll. <laughs> was it uh Dan Patrick that would just the home run call was the uh, Albert Pujols. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Was that him? Fue- he also did in Fuego. Fuego. That's right. Yeah, it, yeah. You can't stop him. You can only hope, <laughs> hope to, to contain, contain him. him. Yeah, yeah. Fuego. Oh, my, my favorite Dan Patrick line, by the way, is he's day to day. But then again, aren't we all? <laughs> that's a good one too. You're right. Oh, that's a good one. Man, oh man. Sports Center is another thing that's fallen off. God, Sports Center in the '90s and 2000s was elite. I'll tell you what happened. They let women on that show. Uh, ruined it. There it is. Tell you what. <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me they should be driving and voting. <laughs> What happened to this country? Texture was the Nebraska football player dunk contest better than the NBA's. Yes. It's okay to say yes. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. What a weird thing to end the show on. But hey, I mean it when I say it. Thank you so much for hanging out on the text line. 437-9680. It's our UPS Jobs text line here. On Rabo and Co. Thanks for putting the Co. Uh, in Rabo and Co. Uh, glad to see we didn't miss a single beat uh, with my time off last week. And thanks for coming back on a Monday and getting us started. Uh, we're going to have four more great shows this week. Of course, uh, Thursday night, Horse Racing Happy Hour. Friday night, Kentucky Racing Spotlight. Catch me on all of those, uh, as well as we get deeper and deeper into Derby season. Mark Ennis will join me at 10 o'clock tomorrow. And hey, I hope you will, too, alongside Zach Cantrell. I'm Louis Rabot. This is Rabot & Co., ESPN 680, 105.7. Have a great rest of the day, everybody.